from inside Memorial Stadium. This is the Huskers Radio Network podcast. All Huskers, all the time. Here's your host, Jessica Cootie. Welcome back into another edition of the Huskers Radio Network podcast. I'm Jessica Cootie and so very excited for today's guest because I've been wanting to have her on for a while now. She's such a great person and always fun to chat with and does so many things here at the University of Nebraska. Erin Butsky, the Spirit Squad head coach. But I feel like the title is a little misleading because you do a little bit of everything in terms of the Spirit Squad. You do, you're overseeing the cheerleaders, the scarlets, the mascots, all of it. So thank you. I know you're busy. So thank you for taking some time and chatting with me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is fun. So let's just start your background because you were Scarlet here, right? So how you came to Nebraska in the first place to dance here? Yeah, so I um, was on my high school um, dance team. Um, I was terrible at basketball and (laughs) I knew that I still wanted to go to the games. Um, So I got really interested in dance team and tried out and made it and then really just didn't know what was next. Um, You know, I didn't have social media the way that we have it today. So it was just really what was in my space and what was around me. And I actually met uh, or I saw a black woman um, dancing on CBS at nationals for Nebraska. And um, there was just something about her. I was like, oh my gosh, like, she looks like me. She can do this. Like, I want to be her. So um, I did some research and we eventually met and became friends. um, And she really mentored me and kind of just showed me the ropes about what college dance team could be. And she loved being here at Nebraska. And And that was... was her name is Ebony Jess, okay. um, and we're actually still friends. That's We've awesome. worked together. Like I said, our friendship has spanned so many years. Um, but yeah, it, was, it took seeing her on CBS Sports for me to even know that Nebraska existed outside of football. Um, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I came up for a campus visit and fell in love with the campus and decided that this is where I was going to go. And uh, I actually didn't make the team as a freshman or as a sophomore, to be completely honest. Um, that was shocking. Uh, I was, you know, I had always been lauded for, for my talent in high school, but um, I was committed. I really wanted to be a Scarlet. Um, I loved what they were about. I loved their style. Um, they were just so inspiring to me and ended up being great friends. And so I worked really, really hard um, and made it as a junior and uh, stayed on the team for my junior year, senior year in an extra lap, and then graduated in 2003. What was your experience like as a Scarlet? How much did you enjoy it? What were your big takeaways? Oh boy. Um, I think when I finally made the team, I was in shock. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, you know, I had put all this work into trying to make the team, and now I had to like do more work and actually come through and be on the team. Uh, We were a competitive team at that point, and um, I credit my senior captain at that time. Her name was Sharice Duell, Sharice Schramm now, but Sharice Duell before she got married. And uh, she was just such a great leader. I mean, she was very compassionate, but but had standards. Um, She never let us let ourselves down, if that makes sense. Um, And uh, she really kept me energized and focused during, especially during that competition season. And uh, actually that year, that junior year, we got second 
in the country. We were second place wow. in Division 1A, um, which was really cool. Um, and then we had some coaching change and some other things are changing um, right around that, that 2002-2003 season. So things are a little bit different, but um, I absolutely love being a Scarlet. I loved being on the field. I loved, you know, performing for so many people. I love meeting people. Um, I obviously love to dance, so it was great. So when did you decide that you wanted to coach? And then how did you get back to Nebraska to coach here? That's actually an interesting story. I, um, when I left Nebraska, or when I graduated from Nebraska, I kind of had it in my mind that I was going to move to California one state at a time. <laughs> um, and I ended up that, uh, I graduated in May of 2003. I ended up that spring of 2004 um, on suggestion of another former Scarlet. Um, to audition for the Denver Broncos cheerleaders. And so I went to a workshop. I wanted to kind of feel it out and um, walked away from that workshop feeling really good. I was like, okay, I think I can do this. You know, at least, you know, being in their stadium feels like being a memorial. So it, it didn't feel like a, a huge change or a huge transition. Um, so I auditioned for that team in um, April and made the team. Um, and so I moved to Colorado. Uh, I was on that team for one season before um, family circumstances needed me to move back closer to home. So I moved back home um, summer 2005 and I was living in Omaha, just living, working. I was teaching at a studio. I actually really had no plans to change my life at that point. Um, I coached high school um, in Colorado and I loved that experience and I've been in a studio since I was as a as an assistant teacher or as a teacher since I was 17 so um, being in the studio for me was really like home I mean it was a pretty easy thing for me to do um, but yeah I was living and working in Omaha and um, had the opportunity to uh, do some choreography for the team and did that, met some of the girls, um, a couple in, in particular I ended up coaching, which was great, um, but met the team and um, they just were really trying to navigate a lot on their own in terms of tradition. Um, and so I helped them with the fight songs and the Husker step and some of the other little things and uh, we, we clicked. And uh, I knew that um, they were looking for a coach. I had applied um, prior to that and didn't get a call back. I think that they were thinking about something, someone else. But um, those two girls uh, went to the sport administrator at the time and uh, just said, hey, you know, we met um, Erin Nicholson. Would you, you know, we'd like you to consider her. Did she apply? You know, all of these things. And so they revisited my resume. Um, between <laughs> the call to interview and the, and the date I offered was a week. Wow. So my life changed pretty, pretty quickly. Wow. But, you know, I think it's, um, we have Molly Robinson, which our listeners will probably be familiar with because she works with us some and when she can get in here and, uh, but it's crazy how much 
people watch you guys on the sidelines and watch the cheerleaders and stuff and and it, but then I didn't realize how much you guys train and practice a lot goes in to being a scarlet or being on the cheer team here I mean it yeah. is it's just like being a, an athlete absolutely um you know so many of especially on the dance side so many of um the dancers have started they started doing this when they were like two or three years old taking classes and um so yeah it's something that they've devoted their lives to um i i'm constantly impressed even still when i think about all of the things that they have to do but but yeah they have a strength and conditioning coach we love coach hayden he's the best so shout out to him <laughs> um but they lift twice a week we have practice four days a week um, in addition to uh, that practice schedule and performance schedule with the games and all of that, um, they also have appearances. So we're out in the community promoting Husker athletics, um, just connecting with people. Um, I think that's one of my favorite parts of the job. But, you know, especially in the fall, it's, it can be really demanding. Um, November is the busiest month, but crossover we, season. Oh yes, everybody <laughs> has it. But yeah, we're at football, men's and women's basketball. Um, cheer is at volleyball, um, and then for the dancers, we're also getting into competition, and all of those things really happen towards the end of the fall semester. Um, when we get back, competition is in January. When we get back from that, we've got men's and women's basketball, and then we start with baseball and softball and promoting those sports and performing at those sports. And then we have auditions in April. Yeah, and I mean, when you say appearances, I mean, there could be one every night of the week a lot of times. It's, it's wild, I mean, always constantly helping to promote. Because not all the time can, can a coach go to an event or right. can people from the university, so it's, it's you get the call and you're like, hey, can you have some cheerleaders or dancers here or her can you get Herbie here right I mean yeah. you're constantly getting those calls I imagine it's a you know it's neat though we get to do the fun stuff <laughs> and so we've been part uh we visited with um our elderly fans at assisted living facilities and listening to their stories about you know old Nebraska football and and when they had season tickets and all of those things um is really really cool um you know, it's fun to be able to bring a piece of memorial and a piece of the game um, to them because they used to go to the games and maybe don't now. Um, we visit with elementary students. Um, we work with the life skills department and some of their initiatives and events. Um, Husker Heroes in particular is one of our absolute favorites. Um, we get to be present at Hall of Fame induction. That was a really cool thing that we got to do this year, um, celebrating uh, Louise Pound and for her contributions to women's athletics here at Nebraska. Um, actually, a former cheerleader got to accept the award on her behalf, um, so that was cool to be a part of. But yeah, anytime you can't send a coach or uh, another sport athlete, you know, we're there, so. So you had mentioned when you were Scarlet, you guys got second, you were a competition team, and then, but the Scarlets weren't until last year. So you right. guys went to nationals and competed at nationals for the very first time last spring. Why did you want to get the Scarlets program back into competing for at, at nationals and for those national titles? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, our trajectory like you know our pro level is different than some of the other sport athletes um, once you get into the pros it's very much 
team oriented, you're devoted to the sport that you're supporting, um, but there's really no opportunity to compete beyond the collegiate level. And as I mentioned before, you know, so many of these dancers have been dancing since they were two, three. They've come up in middle school and high school competing, and I wanted these dancers to be able to have that opportunity. Um, they're so talented, and, you know, our school has a history of being good. I mean, not pat myself on the back, but, <laughs> you know, we have a history of doing well at competition and representing our, our university on a national stage. And um, quite honestly, I wouldn't be here uh, had I not seen the Scarlets competing on TV. And um, it's completely changed the trajectory of my life, obviously. I'm, I live here, I work here, you know, I've made my home here. Um, and I have to believe that there's somebody else out there like me that, you know, just needs to know, just needs to see us. And, and we'll find that Nebraska is a great place to be. So I wanted um, our dancers to have that opportunity to, to really showcase their talent and, uh, you know, to earn that, that credibility um, outside of our borders. That's amazing. I also wanted to ask you too, um, so when Mickey Joseph took over as an interim head coach, I know it was a really big deal that he was the first African-American coach here at Nebraska, but you've been here uh, since what, 2011, yes. and I know you don't coach like a NCAA sanctioned team, but the, the first African-American woman head coach here, and I know there was a couple of articles that had pointed it out, but just the diversity, I know Trev Alberts is very committed to that. How important mm -hmm. is that for you and, and to continue to grow that here at Nebraska? Um, it's extremely important, uh, and, and to be completely honest, you know, I'm even not the first. There was an African-American um, head coach for Spirit before me, okay. and um, I've had some uh, Spirit Squad alum let me know that there was an African-American male coach back in the 90s for the wow. cheer side. So I think that there's some history there that, you know, that we're not quite aware of, but... Um, I do think that it's really cool that the uh, African-American coaches that Nebraska has had um, prior to Mickey Joseph um, have been in the spirit department, which I think is pretty cool. Um, but in terms of importance, I think it's very important. Um, again, you know, I was attracted to Nebraska because I saw someone that looked like me. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that there are a lot of student athletes that may have misconceptions about what Nebraska is because they don't necessarily see people that look like them, you know, in decision-making spaces or head coaching spaces. And so I think in, you know, showing that diversity and, and welcoming it um, all for the betterment of, of the university and of our athletic department, I think is really crucial and really key in terms of moving forward um, and recruiting and retaining. I mean, obviously, that's that's name of the game, right? Um, and I think that when you are recruiting people from outside of the state of Nebraska and across the country, you know, they're looking for that connection. And I think they're looking for that um, visible commitment to diversity. And so being in this position is really important to me. Um, and I love working for an athletic director that has that same um, goal and vision. It's really, really inspiring.
So when you are looking to put together a team and yes. tryouts and the Scarlet, I mean, you have just such great young women and, and men. I know more of the Scarlets and, and have interacted with them a little bit more because of Molly, but they're so kind and so nice and such good representatives. But, but obviously you have to be able to do the things that they do, dance yeah. and cheer and all of that. So when you go about trying out and putting together teams, what goes into that for you? Um, I, so I am a big believer in the Gallup Clifton strengths um, themes, and one of my themes is deliberative. So I like to collect as much information about a candidate as possible before I make a decision. Um, but yeah, it really it, it starts with talent. You have to have talent to get in the room. So um, you know whether it's you know your jazz technique or musicality for the dancers or tumbling ability. Um, sharp motions, you know, good vocals for cheer. Um, you have to have the talent. And then we start diving into, you know, who they are as people. Because um, even if you are the most talented in the room, if you're not a person of good character, it's never going to work. Um, you know, we look at uh, this when we bring on new members of the team, I feel like that that's like the most Im the most important thing that we do each year um, because we're essentially making a lifetime commitment to each other. And I value authenticity, I value kindness, um, and like I said, good character, hardworking, and we try to look for all of those things. Um, the not only do we assess the talent. Um, but they go through an interview process. We try to get to their hearts. Um, and then we look at their academics, talk to old coaches, um, and really just throw in a little bit of pixie dust and, <laughs> and create magic and pick a team. That's awesome. Well, there might be some parents or some little girls that are aspiring to be the next Scarlet or, or Nebraska cheerleader. And you've got some fun opportunities for some of those uh, young cheerleaders and dancers coming up. Tell us about some of the things that you guys are working on as far as that goes and promoting uh, and maybe adding to the next generation of those athletes. Yes, we are so excited. So um, date-wise, it depends on how well football does. We're, we're still pulling for them and, and hoping to get back to the top of the Big Ten West. Um, but uh, sometime in December, we are going to have a skills clinic. Um, we're going to do one for cheer and one for dance. And that is going to be for eighth grade and up. Um, so that we're really diving into um, those dancers and cheerleaders that could be future members of our team. Uh, and then in February is going to be our annual youth clinic. Uh, we're excited to have that um, back this year. And uh, that's for uh, kindergarten through sixth grade. And those students, um, they'll get to learn a little dance with us. And then we're going to perform at halftime of a women's basketball game. And it's super fun. It's, it's one of our. I love those games. Yes. It's, it's literally one of the best games ever. And it the is kids like are so cute. so entertaining to watch all those. I, I mean, it is hilarious. And they are just like. Oh, they they mean it. They love it. So and much personality. Yeah, I mean, and you can tell your girls and, and, and your athletes are so good with the little kids, too. So I love yeah. that. So where can people follow along? And Because I know you don't have dates set. So where do they follow along and make sure they can get all that information? 
So uh, we are very active on our Instagram. Um, the handles for cheer are uh, at Husker Cheer Squad and then at Husker Scarlet. Um, but we put all kinds of information and updates there generally first. Um, and then our uh, Nebraska Spirit Squad is where you can find us on Facebook. And then what about for anybody listening in that wants to maybe potentially try out coming up soon? Where do they get all that information? Same place? Uh, generally the same place, yes. We're going to put, like I said, everything on Instagram first. Um, if you would like to know more about the program prior to our tryout process, um, feel free to email me. My email address is ebutsky uh, at huskers.com. Um, I love meeting prospective members and, and getting to know them and starting that process. But definitely, if they're interested in trying out, come to a clinic. Um, that is the best way to meet the team, see if you vibe with the team, learn our style, um, and uh, get some really personalized feedback. Well, Aaron, appreciate your time. Thanks so much yeah. for all that you do, and you've been so nice and kind to me since I've gotten here. So, and I, I love your team. So, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, again, that is Aaron Butsky, the director and head coach of all the spirits teams here at Nebraska. Make sure you subscribe and like wherever you're listening to never miss an episode here on the Huskers Radio Network. Thanks so much for listening.